Hey, what is going on, everybody? How are you? Boy, oh boy, another episode of Awaken Your Work Life. Why? Because so many of us are so miserable in our jobs, and it is time for that to change. What do you think, Karen? I think it's time. I, I think a lot of things, some of us are getting booted into that change. Some of us are feeling it in our hearts. Some of us are maybe having a sense that something should be different. Mm. You know, like if you, if you feel like you're in a toxic work environment, right. That's one of those moments to like explore yep. what yep. should be, could be next for you. Yeah. And you know what? I got to tell you, it's like crazy town in terms of like the people I hear that are just unsettled with their work lives. And we spend way too much of our hours awake working that we really do need to. That's why I wanted us to talk about like, we really need to focus on like your heart matters in this whole process. Mm -hmm. And we don't realize like we have the amazing educations we have we're smart we we go after what we want but yet we leave our heart on the sidelines when it comes to our work life yeah and that's not fun for anybody yeah it's um we, uh, i don't know through experience or through you know training or indoctrination um we seldom believe that it's worthwhile or fair to follow our hearts. Oh, that's fairy tale stuff. Oh, that's folly. Like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, whatever. That's not real world. That's not real world, you know? And yet we love romantic comedies. Oh, totally love adventure and the hero's journey and hero's stories. Why? Yeah, we love the hero's journey because it has no heart. That's crap. <laughs> oh, it's all anybody, anybody who said anybody who loves the uh, Hobbit trilogies, Star Wars, you know, Star Trek, any of these, right. you are actually heart driven that's all the hero's journey and it's all about doing the right thing finding the right way like when you cheer for the good guys that says something that's totally true and if you think you're living in the world like a big old hard ass oops a big old hardcore person (laughs) (laughs) and you know what not so much so don't turn your nose up at people who love rom-coms or love fairy tales because a lot of our fantasy adventure stuff if you love marvel at the end of the day they are actually coming from their hearts when they're doing trying to do good so i'm just saying well and and here's what i want to point out about that Marvel is expanding in a major way. So I want to point out to those of you who are watching that when you follow your heart, everything expands, everything grows, everything moves. And this is where, you know, I'm the money chick. More money comes when you work at a job that feeds your heart and soul. I'm telling you, I see it so often. And you know, 
that brings me to the story we were talking about before we got on. And I have a client totally chose his heart, like literally had the big job in Manhattan versus follow my dream and bring my family to a ranch out West and totally chose the ranch, took a pay cut because out West doesn't pay the same as Manhattan. Right. Finance. But I got to tell you this over this last year, totally challenged, totally challenged, love the work that he did, but you got to remember you're walking across a bridge because when you take that first right hook to follow your heart in your job, yep. it's not necessarily exactly where you're going to land, right? Like huh. I want you guys to know that it's not exactly where you're going to land initially. It may not be. Yeah. Because it may just be the place that actually got you to follow your heart in the first place. Right. Right. And it's, um, yeah, it's back to that classic. It's the journey. Yep. Right. Yep. And sometimes the paths are not so direct. Sometimes they are a little bit this way and a little bit this way, ultimately, which is why it's so important to enjoy the journey, to enjoy each step, to let whatever you're doing next be satisfying and fulfilling. Right. 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 And let it move you a little bit closer and a little bit closer to what you think is the epitome of what you're going after. Yeah. Your, your, your client had an amazing experience, you know, and that's well, why I feel it's not static in nature. That's what I want to point out that this process is dynamic in nature. Mm -hmm. So I have constantly had to challenge people going, you know what? you just created this life and now, you know, I have another client who moved from, you know, Chicago, retired a couple of years earlier, went to Asheville, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And then their job still wanted them because then they, um, they worked remotely. And, and the conversation was, well, why, why can't you go move somewhere and ask your job to move remotely? No, 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 no one has ever worked remotely in my whole company. <laughs> like that doesn't happen. Like people laugh at that a year later, right? Like what right. do we mean work remotely? And they had moved the January of 2020, which is hilarious to me. And you know what? She's still getting her paycheck. And right. you know, it's just that um, we really have to be to challenge ourselves to think out of the box because we are our worst edit buttons of what we believe can be reality. Yeah. I have another client who works at a huge consulting firm, huge. She's like, Joel, I just think I got to go work outside because this is not working. Blah, blah. And I go, you know what? I want you to really zone in on the dream job. What do you really love to do? There is quantum leap change happening inside her firm. She had one of the main partners come up to her about a year ago and said, we're starting this new division. Don't really know if it's going to play or bust. Yeah. Yeah. The entrepreneurial <laughs> thing that she kept thinking of right, that, she right. to create, that she had on her fridge, she wanted to do. And here's what's even funnier. She wanted a pay raise. She got a $50,000 a year pay raise and she got yeah. hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of stock at this firm. Yeah. And she thought she had to go somewhere else. So we need to check our egos when it's when we think what it's going to come out. Stop trying to figure out how it's going to show up for you. Right. This exercise is all about you following this thing right here. Yeah. <laughs> and when you think you know, 
or you think you ha you have a clear understanding or you think you can predict that's like dangerous territory for a couple reasons right because one you may be cutting off something that's coming your way because you're not even you're not primed for it just open to receive it and right. two when it doesn't come or if it doesn't come the way you expect you think that you've lost right like that opportunity or that experience is lost and that's not act, that's not factual necessarily either totally yeah and and allow yourself to be in the mystery and allow yourself to be surprised that all you know your job is is to tune into the inside right going and and you may not know exactly articulate what's off like i, I was in a meeting this morning and with my team and they're telling me i gotta develop this webinar online and blah, blah, blah and do all this stuff and my energy was like <laughs> like i literally was like Ugh. yeah so much content, so much stuff. I know what I'm doing on the money side is going to help people untangle from all their suffering patterns. Right. But developing another webinar is like pulling a tooth out of yeah, my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I had to follow that energy that it didn't, it just didn't feel it's good. Right. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't necessarily mean that in two weeks it won't feel fine. It's just that clearly I was getting the sign that now is not the time. Right now. You know, yeah. so we have to pay attention to that. Yeah, we have to pay attention. Your body will tell you. And we've all had these experiences before, you know, like where something doesn't feel right. You got butterflies in your stomach or you're like, something just doesn't feel right. You know, we've all had those experiences before. And again, it's the journey. It's the moment. See, this is what you're saying, Julie, is you're coming back to the moment. Mm. Like really, the only time that we have to take action is in the present moment right debt to the future but we can't act from here about the future right we can't do anything about the past so just what's next what's next oh isn't that interesting that's what came up and sometimes again it's so it's so risky to think we know how what we want in our heart is going to come to us because right. in all likelihood it's not going to come that way it's going to come in some other way. So this idea of being, oh, this is a point I want to make about bringing your heart to work. Like some people hear that, bring your heart to work and they think it's all soft and just fuzzy, but heart is also your motivation, your calling, your animation, the things that fire you up, the things that you get excited about, the things that you lose yourself in. I think everybody has something like that. Well, and if you're sitting here listening to us and you're sitting here going, yeah, I get it on some level, but I, I can't really wrap my head around. It. There is an, a phenomenal, like if you need to feed that brain of yours to understand this a little bit more, there is an amazing resource called heartmath.org. Yeah. And um, they realize that um, they really weren't sure why the magnetic force of the earth wound up 4.1 times a few years back. And what they realized, and this was on 9-11, and they mm. realized, they looked at other peaks in history. It peaked when Princess Diana died. It peaked when Mother Teresa died. It, it actually peaked when The Bachelor chose his bride to be. I, most world- like the first show? Right, the show, I know. Like, I can't even believe that's a globally renowned show. But anyway, when he chose her chick, what, what heart math realized is that it was the human heart 
And the magnetic force of the human heart is actually what caused those readings to go through the roof. So they did all this research then afterwards and found out like, oh, wow, we have measurement tools that the human heart actually can measure up to eight miles. That wow. we know the magnetic wow. force of our hearts right. goes eight miles and they know it goes farther. They just don't have a measuring tool for it. Guess how far the magnetic force of our brains go? <laughs> I don't know, 10 feet. Two feet. <laughs> Two feet is a magnetic force of our heads, our minds. But yet, this is what we have treasured all these years. Yeah, absolutely. We have treasured the education, yeah. the mind. Yeah. Really, yeah. what needs to happen. One of my other teachers, Deirdre Morgan, oh my gosh, she's helped me so much. Start with your heart and then add your smarts. Oh, that's absolutely right. And this is where, when she broke me open, like 15 years ago, when I started working with her, it was like, oh yeah, I naturally do that with money. Cause I always tell people, you know, I'm one of 12 kids. I didn't do anything my heart didn't align with because you know what? I, I really didn't have anything growing up. And so it was always like, I didn't understand why people like, I paid for myself through college. Why, why would I ever go get a degree I don't want to have? Well, it's to satisfy my parents, you know, or my parents told me I had to, you know, as opposed to like, we're taught all along to not trust our own intuition, our own gut, our own hearts. Yeah. And we now know that the magnetic force of our hearts goes more than eight miles. So if you really want to attract what you want in your life, you've got to integrate your heart. Yeah. Your heart is so important. And I know it's an oxymoron when you think about your heart in your workspace, but if you're one of those people that's just like, oh my God, I'm doing the daily grinding. I guarantee you, if your heart is not in your work life, this is when you get laid off. This is when you're downsized. This is when you get sick to actually manifest you getting out of that job that you hate. I have watched this over the 28 years of being a financial planner. I have watched this happen over and over and over again. And the minute you add your heart into the equation, your health starts to get better. You then start to hold healthy boundaries. So you're not putting up with bosses and coworkers that don't feed your heart and soul. You're just doing this dance of going, I matter. And that's self-love and self-care brought into your work life. Yeah. I mean, in a way it's like, you have to be willing to believe that your heart can defend you and not just be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of the times we think of our heart as being just a vulnerable space. Right. Right. So if I show you my heart, you're going to break it, you're going to hurt it, you're going to do, but actually the heart is what carries us through. Right. It's the seat of our courage, it's the seat of our bravery. It is what gets us to do the things that you know, it takes heart or courage to do, you know, I, I don't, I, I think that the heart gets a bad rap sometimes about how strong it really is and the role that it plays. And right. honestly, it's the ego that's fragile. It's the ego that gets, that gets hurt. It's the, e it's the ego that feels badly if somebody didn't pick you or you didn't get this. It's not your heart. Your heart's still beating. It's still like holding its own, like, I don't know. It's really interesting how we can get twisted around and make 
the kind of, it's not, they're not wrong things, but I'm going to say it that way. The wrong thing, the hero, like we make this the hero, but this is based on experience and learning and like what you've been told. Well, and this has limitations. Yeah. The heart has infinite possibilities. Yeah. And we really need to start to recognize that we are infinite beings and by tapping into those infinite possibilities, you know, Deepak Chopra talks about this all the time. You know, I, I've done his meditation stuff for years and he would always talk, he's so smart, right? He's so highly educated that it was like, I could barely grasp, you know, a half hour of listening to him talk going, okay, what did he say? What is it now after, you know, I think 2007 was the first time I did something with him. And, um, and he always would say like, really we are infinite beings and we have infinite possibilities but we limit ourselves because we have to realize our subconscious mind which is fully developed by the time we're seven years old if you've never read the book the biology of belief by mm -hmm. dr bruce lipton he talks mm -hmm. about the biology behind this that 97 percent of our response to the external world actually comes from our subconscious mind because our brains actually have two operating systems we have the conscious mind make conscious choices or the subconscious mind which is coming from back right. and 97 percent is coming from our subconscious mind that was fully developed by the time you're seven years old so you're responding to the world based on a hard wiring that happened in the houses that you grew up in the communities you grew up in and those experiences when you were being molded yeah and it's so important for us to start to release the monkey mind because when, when we are in that process, we typically then are in our traumas and in our projections. Yeah. Where, like the emotional side of money comes into play and that I've, I've helped people see how it leaks into their work life and going, no. So yeah, you can, people use their money to try to find happiness. But I got to tell you, you know, current years ago in my work life, you helped me articulate that people fall into certain categories, the poor, the debtors, the dreamers, accumulators and rich, but empty. And since we did that original work, you know, I've added one more, and this is where you embody real wealth. Why? Because everyone who is poor, debtor, dreamer, and accumulator thinks by the time they become rich, they're going to be happy. But here's the thing. Every rich person I know, they still have that inner longing and that inner desire that still is not satisfied yet. They're income affluent, they have assets, but they still have it because they've ignored their heart along the way. So I have been teaching people to embody their heart, no matter where your starting point is, to embody your heart along the way so that you have this real wealth in the present moment, in the now, no matter what your net worth is, which actually then brings you more money. It brings you more income. It brings you more bonuses, more pay raises, more promotions, more opportunities because you chose your heart first. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's so, it seems so basic. It seems like it can't work that way. And we would encourage everybody to just try it. Yeah. Actually, you don't have to believe a word we're saying. 
but you can play around with it conceptually and try it. And I, I would imagine that there's some part of you that is resonating with what we're saying because A, you're still listening, but <laughs> because it just feels, <laughs> it, 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 something feels right. Yeah. It feels like, and, and here's the thing, if there's a part of you that even wants to believe what we're saying, then lean into that. Yeah. Lean into like, oh, I wish that what they were saying was real. Then okay. Then definitely <laughs> play with it. Lean into it. Give it a try. We have a tendency to um to get so focused on what we think the outcomes should be that we miss everything in between where we are and trying to get to that outcome. And the same thing is true for work. Like you, there's so many possibilities, even when we're saying bring your heart to work, you may be in a toxic group right now, but is there another area in the company that you're in that could be a better fit for you? I don't know, maybe. It doesn't that we're not telling you to quit your jobs. We're telling you to pay attention to what feels right. Mm -hmm. And if you're running your own businesses right now, absolutely get into your heart. Absolutely define those parts of yourself that only you, the parts of the business that only you can do and start looking at how you need to build your team. Who well, and, and don't you think like it's about um, really staying in that place of empowerment? Like as you were talking, I was thinking about I had um, this this new client who actually um, kind of was rude with my staff about a month ago, mm -hmm. and and I encouraged her. I said, I, I literally just shine the light. I go, you weren't happy, you weren't happy with us, and that's okay. So what is it that I can do to help you get to happy? Because at the end, this is what's important. I said, you know, we're we're all good people, and I know we make mistakes. That's life, you know, but we stand in what our truth is and we will fix it and we will stand by you. Mm -hmm. I said, but we're human and we make mistakes. And, um, and, and I just said, so how, how can I help you get your money to where, you know, so this is about like, I stayed in my empowerment. Like I, so often we then apologize for making a mistake and, and I, I'm sorry. And I did this and I did that. And, and then we lose our power mm -hmm. and you know, staying in your power is going, you know what? I made the mistake, still apologize. Nobody likes a mistake, but then fix it. Mm -hmm. And and um, and it was really interesting. Like I, the client was like, well, I don't mean to be that pain in the butt client. And I clearly came across that way. And that's not where my heart is. I appreciate what you guys do, but I needed to shine the light. And both of us needed to still stand in our power at the same time. Like how often do we at work just kind of like become a mute? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes it's easier just to let them do their thing. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's coworkers, team members, whatever. And granted, there's a there's a way and a time and a space to how to communicate some of this stuff, but we really do have to get into a place where we are finding our voice and 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 reducing how we're doing all the political play that we're doing at the workplace. Like I remember when I got my MBA from Notre Dame, I, I could not believe the political games that all these people were playing at their corporate offices. I was like, holy shit balls. I was like, I run my own company, so there are no games. I don't, I don't want games. 
I don't yeah. like the games. I, I don't tolerate them at my office. Somebody starts playing games and like, you got to go work somewhere else. And um, it's exhausting because you can't tell me that those games are in alignment with your heart. And, and if you have somebody that's monitoring and measuring you as a boss because of how well you jockey yourself, you have to decide like, does that feed your heart and soul or does it not feed your heart and soul? Yeah, and for some people, you know, maybe that feels right to them. Totally, right. But, but if it doesn't, then you gotta take a different pathway. Right. Yeah. You know. These are just things to think about, like what's in alignment, what's not in alignment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Question everything. Yeah. At this season of your life. And it's okay. Like you don't have to do anything right. different, but you should be in the know. Like you should know where you stand, know where you feel, and then make an informed decision or choice. And keep moving. And if you want to stay where you are, that's totally fine. Right. But what we're also trying to do is move people out of victimhood. Mm. Like not always feel like you're at a disadvantage or that you've been victimized in your own life. Because right. there are definitely things we can do to change and shift that perspective. Yep. You know, we um so yeah, you don't. You don't have to do anything except we want to help make that mind shift. How do you bring your power to work? How do you bring your heart to work? How do you do work that aligns with your soul? How do you do work that lights you up, that helps others? How do you do, how do, you do that? Well, that's what we are here to talk about because if you are complaining or blaming or running in a circle and that's a story that you've been telling for a while or you're retelling for a while, it means something needs to change. And if you want to be empowered in your life and not feel like you need to be a bully in order to get there, these are some of the tools. These are some of the tools. This is part of the way that you can get there, discover it, find a way. Think of it like the art, it's the art behind it, not the science. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's the right brain versus the left brain. Yeah. You know, creativity, the innovation, like think of it differently. Think of how it's going to land differently. Yeah. And we need all of it and it doesn't have to be complicated. And for those of you that think that it's the, some big sweeping action or uh, usually it's little bitty changes with consistency so that actually result in the biggest and most dynamic change. And in that, in that respect, like even a change in mindset, like just uh, you and I have talked about this before, like there's the, there's when we try to convince ourselves over here that we can do it, we can do it, I can do it, I can do it. Okay, this is force con, con, uh, convincing and yep. this is, I'll never do it. I'll never do it. I'll never do it. It'll never work. Oh, so what, what about that space in between? There's a space like a, a neutral called the neutral zone. Mm -hmm. And if you can just get out of either of these extremes right. and into just the neutral zone, yep. that is huge because it changes the way you see and perceive the things that are happening around you. It, it makes you more of a receiver as opposed to a deflector. Because if you're at either one of these ends, you're like, you're bobbing and weaving and deflecting anything that doesn't seem like it fits. Yep. 
yeah you're in the middle and then like hmm, i'm not sure how this is going to turn out but i'm open well and what we do is what i've come to learn is that then we sit in a state of neutrality and i've learned that when our nervous system is activated right you know so let's just say um you have stress at work and on your way to a meeting whether it's you know zoom meeting or whatever you're already stressing about it our nervous system then actually gets hijacked and then you can't be in your heart space your heart is not open when your nervous system is hijacked like physiologically just cannot happen so it's important to recognize that you can't even go to your heart if you're already going into meetings with anxiety or frustration because that's all hijacking your nervous system so let's talk a little bit about how they can get out of that so like one of, um, realizing that you've already like you're in that anxiety space mm -hmm. like like i have a couple of exercises but i'm sure you have some too like what can we share with people to help them regain composure and open their reopen their hearts well one one of the biggest ones like let's just say you're in a business meeting right you're in this business meeting and um you're starting to get activated right all you have to do is take like your right leg over your left put your ankle over your knee like you're just folding your knee over and if you put one hand on your right knee and one hand on your left ankle and you just look like you're crossing your leg but that actually physiologically calms your nervous system down. It doesn't matter if it's the right leg over the left or left leg. It's just about then one hand being on one knee and one hand being on the other ankle. Like, so if you're in a business meeting, very non, you know, invasive, doesn't look, make you look yeah, weird. Doesn't look weird. <laughs> right? So if you're in the business meeting, that's the best one I like to use. Now, mm -hmm. if before you're going in, I use this one with my kids all the time. Like, oh, you're projecting, your nervous system's hijacked. This is thing called havening. You do this, you cross your arms and you go down 20 times. Mm -hmm. What it does is it completely, there's something about the physical touch and the rubbing down on your arms and you do it 20 times, it completely calms your nervous system. By the time you're done, like I had my daughter doing this the other day and halfway through, she was like, <sighs> like she could then take a deep breath. Yep. And you just do it 20 times, it's called havening. Those yep. are two really simple things that you can do that cause your nervous system to calm down so that you can then be more in your heart and your nervous system is no longer hijacked or not at least as hijacked as it was. Yeah, there's one more you can do. And it's um, it's like a power pose where you stand and you like you've got both hands on your hips, legs spread apart like chest open and you just breathe in that position for like a minute. But you, as you breathe, you breathe in you feel, and you just like, you can, whatever your personal chant or mantra or saying or uplifting phrase is, just repeat it to yourself. But mostly it's about the breathing because it's impossible to your point, if you are actively inspiring <laughs> breathing to, yep be in that anxiety state. Right. And that if you really paid attention, most of the time when you're all hyped up and anxious, you're only breathing like this much. Super shallow, yeah. Super shallow breathing. So there's a 
something about like taking that Superman pose. I don't know what, I don't, I don't know how it works. I'll have to dig into that, but it's just like, now, of course, you're not going to do that in the middle of a meeting or on an elevator. That one requires a little space to kind of call your own before you go in. Or if you step <laughs> out, you stand in your toilet stall or whatever at work and you just you hold it for a minute, just regain your composure so that you can start to see things from a different perspective. Yep. Yep. Totally agree with you. Totally. I think those are great tools that... Um, they're easy fixes. Yeah. But I think it's about the understanding that our bodies have incredible intelligence, but we've ignored them for so long and it's time to tune in. It's time yeah. to see what it is. And to relearn. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. No, it is beautiful. <laughs> it is. It is. Well, so. I... I know time just flies by. Um, I am so grateful. Um, can everyone do us a favor? We really want to help people get to a more heart-based way of being in your work life. If you could please share this um, and like it, because then more people can see it online. It's a little thing that can help it go a long way. We'd really, really appreciate that. And we'll be here again next third, next Wednesday, Thursday, <laughs> Thursday. No, it's Wednesday. Um, next Wednesday, 11 a.m. Central. And we are here to help you along that journey. And if you want any help whatsoever, please um, send us a message. We will answer your questions. Um, put them on there because we want to make sure that we're talking about what your needs are so we can get you to that next place. Uh -uh. Anything else for everyone? No, just be in your hearts. Yeah. Have a fabulous week and be safe. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.